Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right, y'all, boy, Cody Mike here what's the word? And I'm here chilling with Doo-Wop. Man, it needs no introduction. Go. Wait. Don't have nothing on them on the internet. Like I'm trying to do, in, trying to do research for the interview. I can't find nothing, man. Why are you so ghost like that? I'm hard to get with, man. Oh. Got a bad schedule. But you be everywhere, though. Nobody got no interviews, no nothing on you. Whoa. I ain't no people person. I don't think. Oh. I don't get along with him and bands. I guess. Huh. I don't know. For the, the the little ten minutes you've been in here, it seems like you got good energy and everybody rock with you, man. I felt the good energy. Okay. I can't bring bad energy to, you feel me? No, nah, that's real. Certain people, we get off on the wrong foot sometimes. No, nah, that's real. It's like every time I see you on the internet, though, you always smiling, though. I got a lot of shit to smile about. That's real. That's valid. So, mm-hmm. a lot of people, uh, they know you socially, see you on the scene, you know your affiliates. Yeah. But we transitioned into a new part of your life and your career as being an artist. Um, I want to first speak on when we dropped our 2020 Chicago Artist Watch List, right? <laughs> you, it's, yeah, it, you, got a, you, you was on there with us. Like, um, why, do you, why, why did you feel like you should have been on that list? The numbers. The numbers. Half of the people on the list they numbers ain't adding up like mine. Okay. They ain't putting in the work. It's just a lot. Multiple reasons. Okay. Too many reasons though. Yeah. Alright. So to to I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna come to the fence of everybody on the staff that had uh something to do with putting that together. Um a lot of people don't even didn't even know that you like was rapping for real. Yeah. Yeah. I figured that though, like later on down the line. Okay. So, so I I did owe y'all an apology, but you know, <laughs> we had now. Uh, chopped it up. Nah, I rock with that. Um, so why do you think people don't uh I'm not gonna say they don't respect you right? Why do you think people see you as like an artist? Lack of communication. Mm-hmm. And I play a part too, like lack of work, probably. Mm-hmm. I probably don't put enough work for them to really notice me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I gotta figure it out. Mm-hmm. But to me, I didn't put in the work, I think. Or a little bit to kick it off, start it off, to get my name out there. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people don't think that I guess. Okay. I what, what was the what was the deciding factor like, yo, I'm about to I'm I'm, I'm about to do this rap shit. Like I've been around it for years. I'm just fucking off and just do it. To be honest, it wasn't me, gang. Okay. 
It wasn't me. I was just around it so much. I'm in the studio with so. He made me do it, to be honest. He pushed me like, boy, hold on, wait, get on this song. I'll try to go hide in another room. No, check it out, get on this song. Man, I don't know how to come on it. Man, say this. Mm. He pushed me, he made me. So I'm like, I got to. I got people that's, you know, really that's established in the rap game already. Okay. So I feel like I got a head start. So have you had a, a conversation with Sosa? Like, yo, what what was it in me that you saw that, to, that for him to push you like that? Hell yeah. What'd he say? I got a lot. Like, I got talent. But it's just... Once I got my man or something, I'm a thousand percent focused. Like I, I got a lot of ambition. I'm real. You feel me? Mm-hmm. It's just a lot. He's seen a lot. Okay. Too much. Mm-hmm. Now you say once your mind's focused on something, what was your mind focused at before rap? I never had a focus point. Yeah. I was all over the place. So that's probably why he really like man focus on this. Okay. This this something that you know good that, that we could go somewhere with and i'm like damn he probably is right. right so the more i got to do it i got to seeing people how they was rocking with it i'm damn now i gotta give him my analysis i my foot in it though i really ain't had no focus really before this okay. um who would you say is some of your inspirations inspirations like big in the rap game or just like Period. I want to start with just in in the rap game right now. Like Joel. That's crazy. That's my favorite. That was my favorite rapper at one point. Joel. Yeah. I fuck with Joel a lot. Like heavy. Yeah. Real heavy. And when I was young, I don't know. I liked Jay Z a lot. I don't know. People just look at me like, damn, why the fuck you like Jay Z? Jay Z just was talking different type of shit. Like, damn. I don't even ha- I don't even understand half of this shit, but I fuck with it though. I just fuck with how he move. I was not for expecting you to say Jay Z and Joel is, is your inspiration in rappers. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. So what about just inspiration in life? Um, what's the nigga that on Amazon? Uh, Bezos. Bezos. I be reading on him and shit, man. I be trying to figure out shit like damn. Okay. How he put all this shit together from a little ass garage. Mm. Like, damn, this shit could really happen. Mm. You just got to give it your all. What type of stuff when you looking into Bezos, like what uh, what type of ideas spark into your head? All type of ideas, gang. I ain't gonna lie, I can't even be like specific with him. Mm. It's just so much shit. It's too much shit. I be reading so much. I get all type of ideas, starting businesses, all type of crazy shit. That's crazy. What? Right. Well, now, I don't want you to take this the wrong way, right? Now, when people see y'all click, yeah, and see how y'all how y'all move, mm-hmm. no one will ever expect for you to say that y'all be reading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think that's dope, and I'm glad. I, I hope all the shorties when they see this, they they take that in. Like, what what what's the importance to reading? Like reading to you? Reading is bigger than a lot of shit. Like people think if you could count. That's all you need. Right. Hell no. If you could count, that's a good that's a good plus too though. Mm-hmm. But you get in them rooms with them higher people, you gonna have to read some shit. Mm-hmm. You gonna have to know how to comprehend some shit. Mm-hmm. 
So that's why I just want to get ready before the time comes and I get to the moment. And, you feel me? Mm. So I just prepare myself before I get there. Okay. What's some of your favorite things to read? Lately, I ain't been reading shit. Really, I just look up like Jeff Bezos. And it's another, um, Mark, what's his name? Zuckerberg, Facebook yeah. guy? Yeah. Oh. I be reading that shit like him too, but I just, you know, people that started their own empire. Okay. Like, that really started from zero and like, climbed the ladder. Like, yeah. how can I climb the ladder? Like, fuck it. If this don't work, I'm gonna try this. You feel me? Okay. That's what I really get off of it. So like, you got the entrepreneurial ball spirit, like that's what yeah, you're trying yeah, to go yeah, towards that's that. The, yeah, that's the next level for me. All right, so as you are, when it comes to the music, are you gonna start like your own record label or is it gonna be still Go Gain or you want 50, like which one? It's the record label. Capital Records. Okay. It's coming. Right. Like, I got the vision for a lot of shit. Like a lot of shit that go on in the music industry mm -hmm. with my people. I didn't have some like little input on certain things like that made songs better or made a project better or okay. you feel me? I got a lot, got a knowledge, a lot of knowledge on music. Uh, what is um, some of them examples of something like that? Like, uh, let me guess, let me guess, let me guess. Like certain beats for her project server. Okay. I told him like, man, you need to do his beat, put this on his beat. This is gonna be the one, and it turned out like that, like the song with him and Sosa. I fake like A and I at that, like uh, oh yeah, this be hard, but so man, go crazy. Turn and it was one of the most streaming songs on the on the mixtape. Yeah, definitely was. It's just all types of shit. Like my, I just got a, a, a nice vision, like all types of, like the riding with the video I heard. They didn't know how they was gonna shoot the video. So I'm really like orchestrating the video, like, all right, y'all stand back this way. We're going to walk down the street. We're going to do it this way. This the scene, how it's going to go. It's just like I got a vision for a lot of shit. Okay. Yeah. So you not, so you just not a, a part of the entourage. You're a part of the creative process and the business yeah, part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like more creative director slash A&R slash uh, all purpose now, basically. Why don't people know this? Cause I ain't the type to really like broadcast it mm -hmm. or like want credit for it. Mm -hmm. I don't really care about the credit. As long as the people that's in my circle or they know what I did, they know how, how I contribute. So I never felt like a urge to really broadcast or let people know, uh, you feel me? Mm -hmm. But that's probably one of my bad things that I should have been letting people know. Mm -hmm. I, I just by just talking to you for these few minutes, it's like yeah, I'm I'm intrigued, you know, because I ain't because I'm gonna shout out to Jenny. Jenny put this together, and she yeah. she was saying I was gonna have a hard time getting you to talk, and it's like man, I, Jenny number one. Yeah. So. She behind me a thousand, so it's whatever for her. If I got to sit in the front of a thousand motherfuckers and talk, that's what I got to do. Mm. What can you, uh, can you, cause by you being a part of your crew and being a uh, real key part of your team and how mm -hmm. things move, can you speak on how how important it is to have people like Jenny and just have people like you in your camp for you, for things to move? 
it's very important. Like it's more important than a lot of shit in your career that you probably focus on. Like you gotta have people that's around you that's valid people, that's willing to do whatever, whenever, however, for y'all to get to the next level. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like I don't got just Jenny. I got Cass. I got a couple people mm-hmm. that's with me, but that's very important though, because if your business ain't right, how you gonna get to anyone? You gotta make sure you got solid people that's standing on business. Okay. Now, now you've been around. How long you been around the, around the entertainment industry? You say? Probably just like twenty. I would say twenty ten, but it wasn't really as big as it got in twenty twelve. So I probably started with twenty twelve. Mm-hmm. And all the drill and all the shit, like, yeah, like 2012. How did you get introduced to it? Introduced to rap? Like, the the whole movement and the scene, like... I used to rap when I was younger. Like, I never really took it serious, though. Okay. Like, me, Sosa, my nephew, T-Slick, that's locked up, Cap. Sosa Ben had the vision. Like, he had, like, we had a smaller label okay. called Bang Bang Flintstone Gang. And they was always like the raw ones. I was just around it. So I'm like, fuck it, I'm a rap because we ain't getting ass here. Fuck it. They making me all throw a verse on this. I'm hot garbage, but I'm around it. So I got it. like, fuck it, I'm gonna put this on there. I'm like, we used to like sit around, watch Kaz page. Like, damn, he raw as fuck with the graphic shit. Sosa used to study him. So I used to just be with Sosa, like, damn. Fuck it, if this what you're doing, shit, we all might as well do it. And this before social blue? This before y'all blew up? Way I was before. watching Cash Face? Way, way, way before. Wow. Probably, wow. I say 2010, probably 2009, some shit like that. Wow. So, Cash, you've been in the game for a while, huh, bro? That's crazy. Damn. Um, tell people, um, while we're speaking on Cash, uh, who is Cash and what his support and how he important to the role? I mean, to the team. Like I said, like I'm a all around player. Yeah. That's Cass. Mm-hmm. That's Cass for you. He could shoot videos, graphic design. He could do all type of shit, and he gonna stand on business. Yeah. That's one person you could count on. Like he an all purpose man. Okay. Shout out to Cass, man. Um. So we go. I want to go back into the intro. You getting introduced into this game, right? So you mm-hmm. say your brother. Yeah. So so all y'all had a y'all mm-hmm. had a rap group, right? Mm-hmm. Uh. How did that transition to the whole 300 OTF movement? See, well, after that, my nephew got locked up, like, not too long after right. he was doing this. And I moved eastbound. Like, I moved east okay. around Herbman. Okay. So as they was turning up, I'm still in and out with Sosa places, but I'm stuck over east. I'm over east now. Okay. I got some whole other shit going on. Right. So, as they was transitioning to that, I'm still east, watching her and them transition. Okay. So, that's how I fell apart. So, and you and your brother moved east or just Yeah, me and my brother. So, y'all, got the, y'all had the same mom and say that? Yep. Oh, damn. But he just stayed more closer to them. Okay. Because he, he didn't want to hang with me and what I'm doing. I'm the younger brother. He wanted right. me to be under him, but it... I got my own shit going. He got his own shit going. Okay. So what what was it like when um 
when you when you see your man blow up like that social just blew up like that take me through that because that was a time that was a time i couldn't believe it like it was still unbelievable as the shit was going on mm-hmm. like damn we didn't had long long nights talking about this shit and this shit really unfolding like we, well we was from we then looked at it as unbelievable like man we ain't gonna make it in no fucking rap well, yeah. I see, you feel me? So as it got to going, I'm like, damn. He giving me hope now. He giving other people hope. He giving, you know? Like, damn, this shit crazy. We never knew we'd get this far, but now I'm seeing it. It's firsthand. See, man, whatever you want, we can get it. We doing it. So I'm like, damn, this shit different. But I still got what I'm going on over east. Right. So I can't really be with him how I was, but I'm still there, you know? Yeah. Like, you feel me? It was just unbelievable, really, to really see him. Him, but he had to work. At the, he, he was ready for it. Well, do you think the city was ready for that? No, hell no, mm. hell no. Because no. then that caught a lot of people by surprise. Mm. Like, damn, him. What the fuck? Mm. They just they couldn't believe it. Same way we couldn't believe it, but we. We had to adapt. Well, y'all definitely. I always equate that that energy that y'all created around that time. Mm-hmm. That felt like the cash money movement with Wayne. That's yeah, how I, yeah. I always felt like that. But but it was bigger because they had bigger budget. They had MTV. Yeah, it was we, just YouTube and the we, streets for y'all. Right. We never had no bigger platform like that ever. Yeah. So it's just shit. We had a real setup. He dropping these videos every Friday. He was a workaholic. He wanted to drop, drop, drop. Like before people even noticed him, he probably had three, four mixtapes out already. Really? Hell so back yeah. from the dead, I got him on. I got on back from the dead. See, it's shit that go way further back from back from the dead. Mm. He had a mixtape with him, Blood Money, and the DJ Ken. Okay. It was called AON or some shit. Then he had one solo called UF Overload. Then he had another one called Bang the Mistake. Okay, I remember Bang. Yeah, it's just it was all type of shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Were these before? Uh, these was before Young Chop got in the mix, or? Yeah, this is before. This one it was just straight DJ Ken. Okay. The little Chinese. It was just straight DJ Ken. Right. We ain't know nothing else. So by you being a creative guy and being a quote unquote, you said the creative director of the group. Mm-hmm. Do you do you feel like that when Chop got in the mix that turned the, that turned the sound up? You feel like that was what was missing? Kinda, but kinda not. Okay. Speak on the kinda not, cause everybody feel like that was it. That 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 duo was it. It was it though. But my from my perspective, any other producer that came in the picture, anyways, was going it was gonna be it. He mm-hmm. just like it was just a different sound for people to hear with Sosa. Like they okay. never heard him on no different type of beats. It was all DJ Ken beats. We never had nobody else to oh hell take these beats. Mm-hmm. So when Chop came, it was just a new sound, like a different sound. It sounded like it was you know. Okay. But I feel like if any producer would have came, it would have did the same thing. It was just at that point of time he was he was hot. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
So we got that sound. You said we talk about the drill, so we got the chop sound. But you over east, right? So I'm gonna take mm-hmm. you over east. Mm-hmm. All right. So over east, that was what I I want to I want to uh, I want to say over east was L sound. Mm-hmm. DJ L. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I get to L. Yeah. So which which sound did you like better when it came to drill? Do you like the the the, the chop Sosa or the Herb and L? I couldn't really pick. I couldn't. I can't really pick. Because Sosa, he know how to make a hit. Okay. He know how to make a song. Like, he got good techniques to make a song. Mm-hmm. And Herb, he's just lyrical. He'll fuck you up with some shit. How you like, damn, I got to play this again to really get the meaning of what the fuck he said. Facts. Because it's just so much. And it's like, damn. He really speaking his real life. Like, damn. So I couldn't really, I was like a little torn in between the two. So I can't really chill. Uh, when you, how old were you when you moved over east? Uh, 24. Probably 13. Where you were when year was this? Probably, it's 2020. Probably 2009, something like that. Okay, so 2000. did you get a chance to experience the whole Bump J era at all? Nah, I was like a couple years late. Oh, so Bump was already locked up when you moved over Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it just got locked up. Okay. I think he got locked up around. Oh nine or some shit. Yeah, it was like oh eight oh nine. They took my got the picture. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I missed the whole bump era, but it was still bump peoples around that was letting me know how he was. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like Harry used to see bump pull up to the AP Deli in the hood and be like, "Damn, that's bump." Like mm-hmm. they they let me know how it was, how the bump jet effect was, but I missed it. Okay. So what was what was the East Side like when you was over there? When I came. Yeah. It was like a money game situation. Okay. I was seeing a lot of money, like, damn. Then it just got treacherous. Yeah. We took a loss on one person, and it just went left from there. Who was the person you remember asking? Vito. I hear it. I hear it. It's screaming the name loud. Yeah, it was Vito. Yeah. I think that was, I forgot what year. Probably 2010, shit like that, in around that area. Okay. 20, one off. Yeah. yeah, we lost Vito, and it just went from a money getting situation into a war situation. Mm-hmm. Like, shit. Y'all want to stand out here and hustle? Shit, we can't hustle because now they coming shooting. Now we got to protect this bitch at all times. That's facts. So, I want to, um, I don't want to go into detail with that, but I want to just speak on this, like, a uh, whole culture of like war mm-hmm. um do you ever feel that for the greater of the, of the city or the greater community you ever feel like y'all can stop the beef or stop the war put a, some type of peace treaty yeah but a lot of shit will have to change like as of this second right now probably not mm. it'll be a lot of shit have to happen like people got to be grown men, you feel me? But it's just a lot of followers, so you it'll never be that. Yeah. But shit, on our end, it's cool. We probably I don't know. You never know. 
it seemed like y'all more mature and y'all like y'all trying to get on this business stuff right there. Yeah, yeah, that's that's for sure. Okay. But we still got some young little bad young hotheads ready to do whatever too at the same time. Yeah, I mean that's, that's that come with the game. When y'all when it comes to the shorties, it's like what's the message y'all do to the shorties? Like it's like tell them is on site or like sometimes y'all gotta just chill out. Just chill. Don't do nothing unless you in a predicament where you have to do something. Mm -hmm. You know, don't just go looking for shit. Cause that's probably what we used to do. Right. We used to just go look for shit to get into. Yeah. So we just try to encourage them like, nah, go this way. That's a better route. I wish we had somebody like us to tell y'all, you feel me? We ain't had it. Right. So we just try to break it down as easy as possible to them. That's right. I know, um, Herb just mentioned he doing his initiative, the serving through, serving through stress thing, right? And he was talking about how, like, y'all, when y'all was shorties, like, y'all was 14, 15, doing shit and, you know, getting in trouble and, like, really didn't have nobody to guide y'all through and stuff like that. That's, that's why I'm telling you, like, I, we be telling the shorties, go this route, because we didn't ever have nobody to tell us. You mm -hmm. feel me? We was there, now. if they were, if we were saying fuck them and, you feel me? Cause they weren't really with us for real. So we fuck y'all. We ain't gotta listen to y'all. This is what we on. Y'all on the court with us or you feel me? Yeah. So are you gonna be involved in the initiative and trying to talk to the youth and stuff like that? Hell yeah. Whatever Herb doing, I I want parts in it. Cause he doing all shit for the better. Okay. Why yeah. not? Well personally, do you have any young mentees yourself? Couple. Okay. Probably one or two. Alright. So and we on this topic of mentors and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um I guess I'm gonna word the question like this, like going through that stuff as a young age, boss, like can you honestly say you feel like you got PTSD? Hell yeah. Mm. Hell yeah. Mm. Cause the shit that's normal to us. Another motherfucker from another city might think that's the most craziest shit they ever heard in their life. Mm -hmm. So only way, of course I got it. I didn't sing too much. I got no choice but to have it. How do you cope with it? Just go day by day. Just take everything one step at a time. You mm -hmm. feel me? And to be honest, this is how I cope with it, to be honest. I get high as fuck, try to forget all this shit. Mm. But, mm -hmm. I be thinking about talking to a motherfucker like her. See how he, he had a little therapist he wanted to talk to. I be thinking about it, but some people handle shit a different way. Yeah. I guess the fact that you that you even that you thinking about it and you open to it is a mm -hmm. is a step in the right direction. Mm -hmm. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. And hopefully, it's an, you maybe know this initiative might be something that they can help you heal in some of the That's what I'm saying. You never know. All right. But I'm willing to find out. So, we um, we speaking on your man Herbo as a rapper. Mm -hmm. Um, I see y'all together a lot. My best friend. Yeah. Yeah. That's my closest dude to me. Yeah. Yeah. Do you um? How did y'all get to be so close? I wouldn't be able to tell you. It's just, I don't know, we clicked from the beginning. Yeah. It's just high school, probably. 
We oh. just from the same area. Right. But high school, probably, really. We had so many classes together. We just doing all type of dumb shit that kids do in high school. Right. You feel me? We try to get high before school. We just doing all type of wild shit. Mm-hmm. And we just stuck with each other asses then. Her just seemed like he was probably just doing a lot of shit. Yeah. <laughs> that nigga crazy. Yeah. That nigga smart as hell, though. Yeah. I give him that. I used to cheat the fuck off his papers, therapy. <laughs> hey, her boy, swing me that paper, boy. <laughs> swing it. I need every answer from 11 to 30. Uh, He's smart as fuck, though. Yeah. I give it to him. That's what's up. I, I won't go say I ain't taking him as, as, as the smart guy, because he definitely intelligent. I can tell him that, but you cheating off him? Damn, okay. That's the crazy part, right? <laughs> right. Oh, shit. I Shout still out. brag on it to this day. I be ashamed. Like, damn, I'm cheating off her. But fuck it. It's the truth. <laughs> I can't lie to you. You feel me? It's the truth. I'll fuck with that. Yeah. Uh, so what type of advice have he's been giving you as far as hip-hop? And taking his next step? Just take it serious. Mm-hmm. Like, I ain't as confident as I should be. Really? He the type, he the friend that give you that confidence that, no, that shit hard. You might not like it, but there's people out here that might do like it. You feel me? Mm-hmm. He that friend that even if I am doing wrong, he gon' he with me a thousand percent. Fuck it, that's what we gonna do. Mm-hmm. You feel me? But he 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 surely tell me like you got a good thing going. Focus on it. Mm-hmm. It's people you know, cause I be feeling like I ain't doing shit. Like I ain't really. I be feeling like you feel me? He be but he be letting me know like it's people that want to be in your shoes that want to be as far as you is right now just take it serious what, what would make you feel like that you ain't doing shit because it's like i'll be wanting acknowledgement for a certain shit and i don't get it mm-hmm. that's why i fuck up and i get discouraged about shit like that okay. but I, lately i you know i don't even care about that shit no more. so i just i don't know i gotta Turn up my work ethic a little bit. I get misled, you know, sad track sometimes. Oh, I get caught in having fun too much. Mm-hmm. I might be right here today and might be in another city tomorrow. Well, really, I had a studio session tomorrow at 9 o'clock at night. You know? Yeah. That's all type of shit. Well, the, the rumor around your name is that you always catching flights. You're always on the plane. That's why we in the situation doing this interview right here. <laughs> I'll be in and out, man. Quick. Yeah. Gotta go. Why you move around so much like that? It's a lot of reasons. Money purposes. Yeah. Family purposes. You never know. Sometimes shit pop up and you gotta go. Yeah. You living the life, though. That's how I want to live in a suitcase. I always gone. Man, that shit's stressful. You don't want to live like that. Really? Hell yeah, getting on them flights, going through them TSAs and all that extra shit and all, waking up early for early shit. But, shit. so that lady, you just adapt to it. You just get used to it. Hmm. Shit, they saying, they make they make it seem like that's the life. Like everybody want to, like y'all gone, y'all can do this. They make it like that's that's how life. a lot of people make sh- a lot of shit seem until you in, you in that place. Yeah. And it's driving you crazy. Like her, like I just been firsthand with him. People act like they want to do interviews and all this until you don't get no sleep. You got to wake up at six in the morning. You got five interviews and you only get 20 minutes 
break between each interview. You got to drive this way. You got to, you feel me? Yeah. Like, that's that's a lot of work. Shit. It just look good because you feel me? You don't see that part. Everybody you see want to take a picture. That shit hard. And people, like, I be with my, I be with people, like my homies. I get people walk up, man, let me get a picture. I be, nah, not right now. My homies are getting mad at me, like, dude, get him a fucking picture, dude. <laughs> fuck is you talking about? Nah, not right now. Like, you so serious. Man, get him a picture. I be like, man, fuck it. All right, fuck it. Molly be on me about shit like that. If you do, man, get him a picture, bro. He your fucking fan, dude. You can't even do your fans like that. Mm. And I be like, yeah, you is right. Mm. Fuck it. What was the what was the biggest eye opener since you was like it ain't where everybody thinks to be? What was the biggest eye opener once you got in this industry for real? Like, man, this this is this ain't what I thought. It's just a lot of bad business. Like contract wise and all type like like I said, like go back to the beginning. You gotta mm-hmm. have people that's genuinely with you. Okay. In the beginning, that's don't stand on business. Because mm-hmm. it's all type of crazy shit people doing with this music. It's just if you don't got no strong mind, it'll make you fall back to music. Like, man, I don't even want the problems. I'd rather cause you can't do nothing to no corporate person that you would do to a motherfucker in the street that played with you like this or mm-hmm. played with your bunny or you feel me? So I just noticed like it's a lot of back doors, just a lot of, you know, under the table shit going on in the rap. So the businessmen, they back doing us too, huh? You might not know it, but hell yeah. Is it the, um, because a lot of people, when that first wave hit in Chicago, we always talk about that wave, when that first wave hit in Chicago, mm-hmm. it was a rumor going around that like, yo, everybody that got signed from Keith from Dirk Tink, everybody got signed a bad deal. A lot of people signed a bad deal, hmm. but I doubt the Sosa deal was a bad deal. Hmm. The Sosa deal was really actually a good deal. Can you speak on that? Shit, he had a label deal. Mm-hmm. That's that's one shit a deal that people want right now, mm-hmm. a label deal, and they gave him like a lot of money. Like when he got the deal, I think it was probably for like six mil, seven mil. Like he fake like broke a record. Like damn, people ain't getting that now. They getting these big ass numbers for this shit. Yeah. So it was like damn, but he got a deal with Dr. Dre, headphones, the beats, all that shit was like in a package. So. To me, that was a nice deal. Okay. A label deal, headphones, billion dollar headphone company. That shit crazy. Mm. And when he ain't, and everything in his joint was good. To me. Right. See, the, the rumors be that they, you know what I'm saying, all of them signed bad deals. So I don't know. So I don't... Yeah. Yeah, they say that, but if you knew, if you knew he had one of the best deals out of Chicago. Okay. For sure that. Uh-huh. And do you feel when in your career do you want to do the label deal or it's independent the route to go? I can't really speak on that right now. It's whatever make the most sense. Okay. Like whatever numbers sound right, all type of shit got to make sense. Okay. So until the end, until that time come, I wouldn't know. That's valid. But to be honest, of course I would want a label deal. Hell yeah. Cause I got some hard ass artists. Mm-hmm. Producers. I got some shit. So you already got the shit lined up. I'm telling you, I got the blueprint. I just, I got to put it into action. Okay. 
And um, I heard some snippet of your. Mu I heard some shit like, you got, some, you got some shit. Yeah, I'm about to turn it up a notch. You got some shit. I'm about to try to turn it up. I don't, I, just, I can't see why you say you're not confident in that because you that's some of the hardest shit I've heard. I don't know, bro. Like it go back like I said. I don't know. I think I'd be just be wanting. I don't know. I just be fried, bro. But the more I rap, I'm starting to you know. It's starting, I'm starting to build a little confidence. I just got to do it more, I guess. So how many years, well, I ain't going to say years, how long have you consistently, what would you say you've been rapping right now? I wouldn't even say consistent, because it's been on and off for me, really. Even like, recently? it'd be times I've been supposed to drop, bro, the whole 2017, bro, I probably supposed to drop that tape I dropped last year probably four times. Like, probably had three different dates. Like, all right, I'm going to drop it this day. All right, I'm going to drop it this day. But it just never went went nowhere. I was shit like, no, nah, I ain't trying to put it out. Fuck it, wait. We're going to wait. I'm going to make some more songs. Or then it always ends up like that. But they end up putting the shit out. I'm like, fuck it. It was decent, though. It was decent. Yeah, yeah, I got a lot of good feedback. Yeah, you could have did some press for it, man. You could have gave it, yeah, 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 yeah. some more awareness around yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm going to have to do for the next shit coming. Right. I had a layout already. Ready. We run that. All right, so the project. So give me, let's get more in-depth about the project. When it's dropping, who we got on now? It's dropping next month. I can't get y'all a day, though. Next month, for sure. It's not gonna be one of them 2017 things we were talking about earlier. Nah, man. hell nah. I'm what I'm what on the business tip now. Okay. Back then it was a little rocky in the road. Mm -hmm. But yeah, next month for sure. Right. And I don't wanna leak the features, but y'all know who they know who on the features. Okay. They know. I got I got some shit with her for sure. Crazy. Mm -hmm. I got Uzi on another one. Crazy. You know, so of course, so so. Mm -hmm. Ball out, of course. And I got my people from the D, for sure. Okay. Like V's. Mm-hmm. V's and Baby Smooth. They on the tape. Oh, so you come with all the heavy hitters on this one. Cowboy, a Chicago native. Mm-hmm. What's the name of the project? I don't want to leak it, shit. But it's some hard shit. I got a couple projects coming, though. Okay. Cause in October I'm dropping Waptober on thirty first, so they better be ready for that too. It's just all type of loads I'm sitting on. So you coming? This gonna be the year. Mm -hmm. For the people that didn't notice me or you feel me, they went over their head just the year. I'm shit. I'm gonna be honest with you. Off the shit she let me hear already, you already got a slot on the list for next year. Like you already good in my book. So like, I, I'm I'm excited. Yeah, this shit for me get crazy. Yeah, this shit hot. Definitely hot. Yeah, man, it's coming. I hope more interviews on the way. Man, that shit, I, the way I like how this went, I damn near won't hold, I want you to be a regular, man. I'm going to pull up and come out <laughs> let you and talk to you all the time, man. You might got to do a Chicago version or something, man. I'm with that, man. I'm with that. So, speaking in music and your relationships, I witnessed this firsthand um, that Lil Uzi Vert loves you. Mm, yeah. Actually, the, the night I I met Juice World, 
got them put in tune with Juice World. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that. You probably don't remember me being back there, but we was all on stage at like I think it was Rap Caviar or something. DJ Drama was there. Uh, her performed. I want to say Bibby came out there, and it was up north in Chicago. In Chicago. Yeah. And I don't know what it was like. Uzi had came back there to get some weed or something, but then he saw you and his whole face just lit up. I'm like, that he fuck with him hard and he fuck with her. It was the shit when it, it had like a little ramp, like I, the stage had like it was a, some extra shit with the stage. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it had some shit you could walk down the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, how did you and Uzi get that relationship? Mutual people. Yeah. Like heard, I just always he just always knew who I was. Right. You feel me? But I never knew that. Right. So when we start to see each other, he just you know he, what's up, bro? Who like that? Actually, that show. I was with him. I flew in from Boston with him. Really? That show. I'm the reason her really performed. I heard, boy, come out. He wants you to perform. Like. I was with him. We just locked ever since that first day. We went to the stool. It was the night Keith did the song with him. That the shit, the Kobe Bean Bryant, the shit that's on his album. That night, we just connected. We just, so that song old. Shit old as fuck. But it's a hit, so they couldn't deny it. Wow. That wow. song old, bro. Probably like three years old. So y'all was all in the in the studio making that shit together. Yep, me, Sosa, Ball, um, Asa Barry, okay, Uzi, and um, Pia, Pia Born. Okay. Yeah. So what was that session like? It was crazy. They they some fast working motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Them two together. It's crazy. Like, they working process is crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know nobody that worked like them. Like, nobody. Okay. Only motherfucker I probably would put in they bracket and, like, recording is Juice Rap. That's facts. I've seen Juice actually. That's the, probably the only person that I could say record like them. It's fast, fluent, you know? Yeah. That, that studio session was crazy. And I was high as fuck. <laughs> But I, I'm like, I'm not falling asleep until I hear the end of this song. Like, damn. I stayed up, heard that shit. I'm like, damn. But yeah, that was crazy. And then your Uzi click like that. Yeah. I just stayed with him. I just kept getting up with him. He was in L.A. for like a month around that time. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, he steady calling me. Pull up right here. Pull up. And sometimes I take too long. He'll be, boy, I'm finna come get you. Right, boy, I'm finna gonna get you. And I live so far, like from Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I was like in the valley, and he he ain't like coming that far. He used to be like, man, that shit take me forty minutes to get to you. I ain't about to keep coming to get you, <laughs> boy. Your ass about. I'm about to send you a black truck. He's just all type of shit. And one day he told me like, man, we about to go to Chicago. It was that shit. He like, man, you want to come with me? Oh, I'm like, man, I got some shit to do in L.A. tomorrow, bro. I can't do it. He man, we're gonna come right back. So he tricked me. <laughs> man had me stuck with him for damn that two weeks. <laughs> Told him I was coming back the next day. We done went to Boston. We done went to Rhode Island. We done went to Atlanta. We done went to Philly. We done went all kind of places. Oh uh, man. That sounds like something that Uzi would do. I'm like, this nigga crazy. 
and told me we come back next day. I ain't come back two weeks later. <laughs> was it? Was it? Did y'all make some memorable moments within that two weeks? Hell yeah, we did. Mm. He put me on my first private jet. That's memorable for sure. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Just all type of shit. Seeing how he, you feel me? All, yeah. Hell yeah, we had some memorable moments for sure. What now? What type of advice have he given you when it comes to this? Put this down. Really? If you want me to put the lean down, cause he feel like it slow me up. Okay. But sometimes I feel like it do, but sometimes I feel like it don't. But he just really tell me the same shit. Like you got it. Focus more. Like lock in, cause you, you see how they fucking with you now. Just lock in. It'll be so different in the blink of an eye. I just used to like, damn. Ooh, you telling me this shit? You right? He ain't even really my day one homies. Like from when I grew up, so he got no reason to lie to me. Mm. He got so I'm like, fuck it, take it serious. Mm. And I never asked him for the song or nothing like that. It just happened to come organically. Y'all got more on the way? Of course. Now, it's it's pretty much set up for you to be a star because you got three of some of the biggest artists in your corner guiding you. Only a juice real. I had four. Mm. So, it's, it's, it's pretty much set up for you. So, it's like how you Hell said, yeah. it's, it's you. Like, I, I just be thinking like, damn, how it's going to be when I get rich? That's all I think. But I never thought how it'd be if I didn't get rich. So now that's what I've been focusing on. Like, damn, I'd be a damn fool. Like, I'd be one of the biggest upsets in history. Like, damn, you had this shit laid out for you. And you didn't complete the mission? You stupid. So that's not, lately, that's how I've been looking at shit. Like, damn, yeah. I never looked at it like how it'd be if I didn't get rich. So now I'm just trying to lock in. Cause I always like, people be calling me lazy, but I don't think I'm lazy. I just think I do shit at my own pace. That's facts. Facts. So that's crazy. So you had just, so you know the night of that concert we talking about? Yeah. That's the night I met Juice Will. Yeah. Like his, this is before he got signed to Bibby. Like yeah. Juice was like my little brother. Mm -hmm. And his white homies like, Stop me and L. Me and L was walking to the car. I'm taking L to the crib. <laughs> they stopped us like, yo, we saw y'all on stage with Herman Uzi. We got this guy Juice World. I think he's really dope. You should check him out. And you checked him out? Yeah. And that was, and that. was hard, right? Yeah, it was hard. That's how he made the um when we first I put our first ever list out, watch list. That's how he made the list, but he was at number six. Damn. No one knew everybody like how you went in yeah. on went yeah. in on us. Yeah. Everybody went in on me for that pick. They like, who the fuck is this Juice World kid? No one know him. Like, who the fuck is this? Because he was more like a SoundCloud rapper. Yeah, no one knew him. But yeah. L told me, I'm not going to let him put no camera. L told me, you like, you should go ahead and put him at number one. You know he got it. For real. So who did you have at number one at the time? Valet. You know, Valet had just got yeah, the deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was decent, though. So yeah. Yeah. I still wouldn't have put Juice number one over Valet at the, at the moment. Hmm. At the moment. Because Valet had it. He was one of the. He had it. He was one of the top dogs for, for Chicago. But if you seen, if 
you seen Juice actually. We all seen that. I seen and I heard the record. I'm like, yo, this kid ain't no doubt about it. He's gonna be the next thing. He different. Like I remember his first flight to LA. Like it was crazy. He used to want to pop Zans all day. He used to pop two, three, four Zans through the day. And we used to be getting on his ass like Juice. Man, stop popping that shit. We smack shit out of his hand. All type of crazy shit. And he used to be geeking off a lot of shit that we was doing. Like, damn, bro. We in the Bentley truck. He was, like, tripping off the shit. Like, damn, we in the Bentley truck, gang. I can't believe this shit. And heard them telling him, like, bro, go in there and get, grab this from the stuff. Go in there. Go in the 7-Eleven. He, bro, I ain't about to keep on doing all this shit, bro. I ain't about But we telling him, heard telling him, like, bro. In a minute, you probably gonna be sending us in the 7-Eleven, gang. We gotta get this shit out right now. <laughs> you finna be so big, we know what you about to do. Boy, we finna get this shit out right now. <laughs> and, and that's exactly how it happened. That same trip, when he was out there, he was out there probably like a week. He just felt like he was at home. Like, you mm-hmm. see He felt comfortable now after like the second, third day. So we like, damn, this nigga going to sleep in the stool, waking up high as hell. Oh, ain't nobody recording? I'm about to record. It's really her obsession. He just probably even took a little break, but he, any little green light he see, with nobody recording in the studio. Oh, y'all ain't, I'm about to record. He just was a workaholic. And you could see, like, yeah, he gonna be big. He gonna be something different. Yeah, he was. Because I remember, like, that first trip, her was working on the Swervo album. Mm-hmm. He was working on the Swervo album, and he had Juice in the studio. And it's like it was a, a little different type beat, where, like you needed auto tune, like. And her was trying to do it, but he like, man, I can't do this shit. I know what I'm finna do. He went outside the studio room, woke Juice up, and like, boy, come here, come wrap this hook for me. I need you to. Put this hook on it for me. And the shit came out hard. The shit, honestly. That was on the circle. Mm-hmm. That shit was so hard. Harry brought that hook, but he had juice rapping for him. Wow. That was crazy. I said, I didn't know that. So Herb got that type of pin game in him like that, huh? Harry was goat, bro. Yeah, man. If you see like a lot of shit, like on the inside, but he he a goat. He got so many songs that's not out that probably would have been top 10 Billboard songs, but he just so, got so much work. The the pick and the song process is frustrating. It'll, you know, like, damn, there's so many fucking songs. But all of them hard, so you don't know what to put on what. Sometimes you would fuck around, forget about some hits. It's just, he's a goat, bro. I heard definitely, he definitely got it. He's a golden child. Um, we was, we was just speaking on Juice. Like, how did his how how did his uh death affect the you know what I'm saying the group? Like, how did you feel once you got out of that? It's like that death was more different than us losing one of our homies. Mm-hmm. Like in the hood to gun violence, it was like way different. And like it really struck a nerve on everybody, not just people in his camp that he was saying to, but like. Everybody, like anybody that ever met him, that's from our establishment. Like it fucked him up. Like damn, it let you know that you can't take shit for granted. You just gotta 
You gotta appreciate this shit. And it fucked our head up a little bit. Like, damn. We should have told him more. We should have, you know. Mm-hmm. But we thinking we got more time, you know. But that shows us right there. Like, man, you never know. You just can't take shit for granted. You got to appreciate every everybody, every second, every moment you got with them. It was just different. Nah, that's facts. I mean, you as a... Coming from south side of Chicago, we come from, like, death is like... You feel me? Yeah, second nation. You feel me? But I never, like, I never heard of somebody overdosing or, like, dying off drug abuse or dying off mental health. Like, you feel me? Yeah. So that really, like, struck a different nerve. Like, damn. Everybody that I saw died or got killed by the gun. Mm-hmm. So to see one of my homies die, like, off some shit like that, it struck, it struck a nerve, for sure. Yeah, that death that that definitely hit different all yeah. around across the board. I, yeah, and listening to his last album, it seemed like he was crying for helping a lot of them songs. That's what, the, like, probably was. Yeah, so that was, yeah, R.P. Juice for him, man. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't know if uh you uh ever spoke on this publicly, mm-hmm. but I I actually interviewed your cousin, right? Your cousin, y'all mm-hmm. cousin, right? Mm-hmm. And she yeah. spoke on losing your effect on losing your brother. Mm-hmm. Like, how did that change? How did that change you? I'm sorry, I didn't finish my sentence. Yeah, it changed me enough. I said a bad way. Yeah. It made me just don't get no fuck about nobody, really. Or their opinion, or nothing, really. Because mm-hmm. I come from that. He was like then that father figure to me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Cause it was times I was fucked up, man. It was those times he was fucked up, and I took care of him. Mm-hmm. Like he needed money, yeah, I get it to him. Like what? I was having a little bit more at the time. Mm-hmm. Then he got the upper hand, and I'm fucked up, and he got to take care of me. Like differently, like he damn that spending more on me than he spent on himself. Mm-hmm. So they they really fucked me up. But it made me the person I am today, I guess. Mm. But it's just different. Did, I, I, I do want to say this. Um, I always send my condolences to mm-hmm. you and the family. But I also wanted to know, how did you feel? Because this was the wackest. I feel like this is the wackest shit ever. Mm-hmm. When they did video. When they had the video going around him. I never watched. Mm. I can't watch no shit like that. Mm. That should have made me check myself in the mental home. Crazy shit like that. That's valid. But I heard about the video. That shit was like, bro. I'd have ran past the video a couple times, but I never clicked on it to watch it. Mm-hmm. That's just something I, I probably won't even come back from shit like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I ain't. I just wish I could find out who leaked that shit, though. I still be wanting to know to this day. Like, damn, who the fuck was this recording? I don't understand that shit either, why people record shit like that. What the fuck? When I I was talking to your cousin, I interviewed her. She was saying, like, uh, she basically was saying, like, she feel like a lot of shit, she feel like the industry took a family member from y'all. Like, the the street shit, the music and shit like that. Do you feel the same way? Hell yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Because he was on his way. It was his time. Like around that time. So hell yeah. So it's hell yeah for the family. So you blame, would you do y'all quote unquote blame drill music for that type of shit? Hell no. I wouldn't actually blame drill music, but really I wouldn't, no, I wouldn't even blame music, matter of fact. Because either way, he was a target if he did music or not. Okay. Just like who he was. So I wouldn't, to rephrase, no, I wouldn't, I don't feel the same she feel, matter of fact. I will. I feel like this is probably not going to be our last conversation. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be our last conversation. But every time I talk to somebody for the first time, I always ask them this. Yeah. I always end with this last question. This question is, at five years, what do you see yourself? Five years? Mm-hmm. Rich as shit. Probably 10 artists. Five producers. A whole lot of property. All type of shit. See, five years, I'm gonna be the made probably five people millionaires by then. All kind of shit. Just a different level. Whole different level. Yeah. Five years, I'm gonna be somewhere up the ladder. Probably on my way to Jeff Bezos' status or some shit like that. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. I'll fuck with that. <laughs>